So you probably heard myself and a lot of fitness professionals say that when you finish your fat loss phase, you cannot maintain your leanest physique. You should probably increase your calories, you should probably decrease your activity and gain a couple of kilos. And you may be thinking, why? And I don't think that we do, myself and other fitness professionals, a great job at explaining this in detail. It's almost like saying, well, if you go and earn a certain amount of money, you can't stay there forever. You have to come down and earn a little bit less, which I mean, it makes sense when it comes to sustaining something because obviously you have to go through a lot in order to reach the heights of your fat loss phase and that might not be sustainable but if I'm someone who has just finished a fat loss phase I got there for a reason I want to stay there so today I want to go through in detail why you can't sustain it and if you want to sustain a lean physique how you can genuinely do it. And this isn't clickbait. This isn't me going to lie to you. I'm going to give you the exact reason of genuinely how I believe that you can do this and how I've also done it as well. So I want to start by explaining the set point theory, which is essentially a study that suggests that we all have an optimal amount of body fat in which our body likes to sit at and will do everything to bring us back into that place if we go too far above or too far below. So if I go too far above my body fat set point, let's say for the sake of arbitrary numbers, my set point is 12% body fat and I go in the range of 20, 25 or 30%, then it's likely that my metabolism will increase. It's likely that food's going to seem less appealing. It's going to taste not as good. And it's likely that my appetite will reduce as well. If I go too far below that point, my body is going to start to make me hungry. It's going to start to make me lethargic so that I don't want to move and expend energy. And it's quite likely going to lower my metabolism and probably going to leave me with experiencing some negative side effects. So our body basically fights us to get back to that set point. So that is the body fat set point theory. And although I like this to a degree, I also think it's very limiting. The first time I heard this, I immediately thought that a lot of people people are going to just say, well, I'm destined to be at this body fat, when the reality is they're probably destined to be a lot lower, but they're just not putting in the effort required when it comes to their nutrition, their training, their sleep, etc. So although I feel the theory can be helpful, I also see it as very limiting, which is why I don't love it so much. However, I recently came across something called the dual intervention point model, which seems a lot more accurate to me. And basically what this is suggesting is that it's not a set point, but it's actually a range. So remember when I said the 12% mark before and let's say that that was my body fat set point range this suggests that perhaps it's between 10% and 14% for example so it's not bang in the middle of 12 it could be as high as 14 or it could be as low as low as 10 and this makes a lot of sense to me realistically when most of us approach the end of our fat loss phases we aren't going to be sitting in that set point range or at least it's going to be unlikely and let me use an arbitrary example with numbers just to make it easy but just remember these numbers aren't like genuine numbers that you should be working towards. So let's say your set point range is 12 to 16%. And during your fat loss phase, you got yourself to 10% and you feel great. You feel incredible. You feel the best shape you've ever been in. And therefore you want to stay there. You want to keep your body in that position and you do absolutely everything you can. However, it feels like your body is fighting against you. You're hungry all the time. You're thinking about food all the time. You've got super low energy and it just feels like everything within your body, both physiologically and psychologically is fighting against you. And that's realistically because you're sitting outside of this range. And therefore, until you get back into this range, you're probably not going to feel optimal. You're probably going to continue to have and experience all these side effects. Yes, you can fight it, right? You can 
push yourself to do the extra cardio, you can push yourself to go on the low calories, but realistically, that's not going to help with any of the side effects that you're going to experience, not to mention some of the hormonal impacts that you might have from being too low body fat for too long as well. So perhaps if you've been in this position, you're thinking, wow, Elliot, this is extremely relatable. You know, I get down to 60 kilos, for example, but I only really feel my best from like an energy standpoint and just a well-being standpoint once I get to 63 kilos or 64 kilos. And I'm using kilos because of body fat is going to be not always easy for us to measure, but there will be that point within kilos as well, just realistically based on the amount of fat and muscle you're going to gain when you do regain some weight as well. But you might still be wondering why your favorite influencer or that guy in the gym that you know can sustain a lean physique all year round. And it's a really great question. And I've got three reasons, I think, off the top of my head here. The first is that they are suffering with the consequences that I mentioned, but they're just not talking about it. A lot of the time, if an influencer is being paid to model for supplement companies or their business is predicated on their physique, a lot of us will pay those consequences. I've done it in the past and I wasn't even getting paid for it, so let's put it that way. And I feel like a lot of us have probably been there as well. Number two is there's a potential they've been on or they are on performance enhancing drugs or they might just be genetically gifted. So unlike you and me, where our set point is around 12 to 16%, their set point might be at eight to 12%. So they might be able to maintain 9% with no problem at all because they are in their comfort range realistically. Of course, their training, their nutrition, their sleep, all has to be optimal, but that might be the reason why you're eating very similarly and training similarly to someone else, yet they're able to maintain a much leaner frame than you. And you might be thinking, well, how do I know if I'm one of these people? And the people who come to my mind when it comes to these genetically gifted people are the kids that you were in school with. Maybe you were like 10, 12, 13 years old and they were super, super lean. They already had abs from the moment that they were children. That certainly wasn't me. So if that wasn't you as well, you know, obviously environment has a big impact on that. But realistically, if it's always kind of been normal for you to maintain a little bit of body fat and it hasn't been normal for you to be super diced with abs, it's probably not you. But if you have had abs for the majority of your life, you found it quite easy to eat anything and not have any real changes to your body fat, then it's probably you with a lower set point range than most of us. So if that's you, you can celebrate now. However, if that's not you, you kind of have to come to peace with it and find where your set point range is. And that does bring me on to the first aspect of how you can maintain a lean physique. And as we now know, it's a range. And therefore, if your range is at that 12%, then you'll want to try and sit as close to it as possible. And the the best thing you can do out of a dieting phase, for example, because it might be quite hard to find this, is to just slowly build your way up and see how you feel. Because realistically, that's where most people are coming from. They're going to diet and then they want to sustain. So what I would do is just go for a reverse diet, be strategic about bringing up your calories, lowering your exercise, and allowing your weight to travel up, and genuinely documenting how you feel and when you find where you feel most comfortable. And I'd say, yeah, some good signs of it. You're not thinking about food all the time. Your performance in the gym is good, your energy is good, maybe you get some blood tests done and your hormones are in a good place and just generally you feel good and you don't feel like a feather, right? That's It's just a good intuitive feel that you'll feel a lot more strong within yourself and you feel that you're not super, super frail all the time. 
And the key is to stay as close to the bottom range as you can. And will you be the leanest person in the world? Potentially not, but you will be super damn lean. And the second aspect of this as well is to add some muscle to your frame. There is a very big difference between someone who has 12% body fat with zero muscle or very little muscle versus someone who has trained regularly and added a decent amount of muscle to their frame. When you've got more muscle and there's more surface for the body fat to be on, you will ultimately look leaner. So that same 12% that you look like now versus you in three years with more muscle on your frame is going to look night and day difference. That's definitely been my example as well. I found that I've not had to get quite as lean, but I actually do look leaner. So those are your keys to sustaining a lean physique. And hopefully this gives you some understanding of why you might not be able to maintain your leanness. And yes, you won't be the most shredded you've ever been. However, you will be super damn lean. You're going to be in fantastic shape. And most importantly, you're going to be feeling strong. You're going to be feeling energetic. Your health's going to be in a fantastic place. And I would say for 99% of us, that is the perfect place to be. So I hope that helps team. Take care. And I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.